What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. Thank you for coming back, listening again. I am your host, Mark Shannon. Today is Tuesday, August 14th, and today's show is going to be all about the running backs. We're going to go over the top 10 RBs. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you guys hear that? Whoa, my gosh, watch out, it's the hype train. That's right, there's so much going on. The preseason week one is over. It's all complete. There was a lot of games this weekend. And oh my gosh, from this weekend, all these games, there's so much hype around certain players. What I want you guys to do is, listeners, smart, educated people, is not to believe and buy into this hype. And what I'm talking about hype, this is what I'm talking about. Saquon Barkley, running back. He's a rookie this year. His very first carry went for 39 yards. Looked amazing. So what does that mean? If you believe the hype, he's going to do that every time he touches the ball. Not true. What I like about seeing him take the ball for 39 yards on his very first one, he has those big play opportunities. Another one, Joe Mixon, a running back for the Cincinnati Bengals, took a 24-yard catch to the house for a touchdown. He made an amazing spin move to make this guy miss. Hype train. Joe Mixon is going to be good this year. I do like him. I think he's going to be one of my guys. But what I'm saying is, take this as a uh, an acknowledgement that you do know the guys that you like are doing well. We got three other ones. All right, we got Juju Smith-Schuster, another one of my guys I like. He went 71 yards and took that for a touchdown. Juju, he is an amazing talent, but he's not going to do that every game. Lamar Jackson, uh, quarterback, rookie quarterback for the Ravens. He looked like Michael Vick, what everybody's comping him to be. He took a nine-yard scramble for a touchdown, made a bunch of guys miss. The pocket was collapsing. He squirted out and took it to the house. Awesome. That's what he's going to do. But guess what? He's got Joe Flacco in front of him. He's the backup quarterback. And last, we got Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. He took a play for 60 yards, 60 yards and scored. It was awesome. I was going crazy. And then there was a penalty flag that took it all back. But so what I'm talking about this hype train is use this as evidence that these players are good. Don't just jack them up your rankings. Don't move them so high up that they can't live to those expectations. Okay. Use it as, like I said, evidence that you do know what you're talking about as these players that you like. Checkmark. Guess what? They can do the big plays. They do have that boost. They do have that special high extra gear as far as quickness or speed. It's validation. That's what I'm looking for. It's validation that we know what we're doing as fantasy analysts. But it's not going to move them up my boards any more than if they didn't do that. Okay? All right. So please visit the site at fantasyknockout.com for current draft rankings and also feel free to ask a question like i said in another podcast is we're going to take all those questions and we'll do a uh, mailbag or or a question and answer episode also please leave a review on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen Uh, we are on google play apple Podcasts, spotify podbean and stitcher we are on many different 
venues for you to get the show. You can also just go to the website, fantasyknockout.com, and listen right there, right at the bottom. You scroll all the way to the bottom. I got the episode right there, the most current episode, ready for you to listen and download. All right, for this review, I'm gonna, I want to do a review challenge. I want to challenge you listeners. If the show can get 25 reviews, we get 25 reviews, share with family and friends. Don't keep this a secret. I know you want to win your leagues, but please share the show. It's going to help the show. Uh, So the challenge is 25 reviews. Then I will take all people who submitted a review, the first 25, and put them in a drawing. And we're going to win, or you have a chance to win, an an autographed NFL jersey such as like a Michael Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins or a Le'Veon Bell. I will award one person an autographed NFL jersey. Please subscribe to the show. Make sure you want to get every episode. You don't want to miss out. We are popping these things out like hot cakes. Speaking of that, I want to talk about the schedule real quick. Um, I'm going to be releasing two episodes a week going forward. Um, I know the la- the first four episodes were kind of inconsistent of when they were being released. We're going to get onto a schedule, and I think I've come up with a good idea as far as the schedule. We're going to release them on Tuesdays and Fridays. Why those days? Well, during the regular season on Tuesdays, we uh, that's the waiver wire day. So acquisitions for adding players to your team every week. Most likely, I'll be highlighting that. There'll be a segment all on that. So that's why Tuesdays will do that. And then Fridays is close enough before the games start. I know I'll miss the Thursday night game, so we'll go over that on the Tuesday show. But the Friday's episode will go over all the, the weekly games and matchups and, and certain players I like more and whatnot. Um, so that's why we're going to stick to a Tuesday and Friday show. Please support the show by going to Patreon. Every little bit helps. It's patreon.com slash fantasy knockout. We set up some goals, which is kind of cool. So every, if you sign up with Patreon, you get direct access to a forum where you can, every, every week I'll be posting a thread where you can submit questions and I'll answer your questions tailored just to whatever your question is. You know, I'll answer all those questions, go through if there's start, sit or who to pick up or what waiver wire you like best that week. You guys get priority answers to your questions because you are a paid Patreon. Um, But we got three major goals. So if we can get the first goal, which is 50 Patreons, if we can get up to 50 Patreons, I will do a live stream question and answer. So every Sunday morning before the games kick off, I'll pop up on the screen and answer everybody's questions right before game time. Uh, the second goal is 100 Patreons. If we can get that, I'll do a weekly bonus show where I will create a mailbag show of just answering everybody's questions. Um, sounds kind of similar to the first one and the signing up, but I'll create a show specifically for you. I'll read everybody's questions and then answer them, and it's only an episode for the Patreons. So, uh, And the last goal, once we get 200 Patreons, I'll do weekly giveaways. So kind of like that review challenge where I'll give away an autographed NFL piece of memorabilia. So autographed jerseys, uh, signed helmets, signed footballs. I'll be giving away one a week. But that's if we get up to 200 Patreons. 
So please head on over to that website, patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash fantasy knockout and sign up because every little bit helps the show. Uh, we're going to skip the news for today uh, and we're just going to run. We're going to get right into it. The running backs main event. Here we go. Top 10 running backs. But first, please follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout and also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. So the top 10 running backs. Uh, we're just going to kick it right off. We got number one, Le'Veon Bell. But, 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 but wait, Mark. Wait, wait. Why isn't Todd Gurley uh, your number one? Because he was the best running back last year. Well, personally, Bell Gurley, you can put either one, one or two. But for me, Bell gets a little bit of a edge over Gurley. And this is why. Last year, Le'Veon Bell had 321 attempts. He ran for 1,291 yards with nine touchdowns. That was just on the running game, running side. Then, this is what kind of set him above for me, was he received 107 targets, had 85 receptions, 655 yards and two touchdowns all through the receiving game. He played 15 games. All right. So why Bell over Gurley? To me, it's a total touch count. The total touches is his rushing attempts and his receiving um, catching. You know, his passings, receiving the the, the ball, his receptions. So um, he had high touch. He had a high touch count with a good offense in multiple seasons. He's done it many, many years. You know, you know what you're going to get with Le'Veon. He's the only running back with over 400 total touches last year. He had 300, 300 plus carries. There was only three running backs with over 100 targets. That's in the reception side. Only three running backs with over 100 targets. You want to take a stab at who those three are? Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, and Le'Veon Bell. He's the number one running back. He also has the history and proof of being a top back. He's one of the most consistent running backs in the league. His um, so a question would be uh, his coordinator Todd Haley left Pittsburgh. You know, is that an issue? Me, for me, it's not. He still has Big Ben as his quarterback, and he still got his main coach Mike Tomlin. So that's why Le'Veon Bell is number one for me. Number two, we got Todd Gurley from the Los Angeles Rams. He had 279 attempts, 1,305 yards, 13 touchdowns, all on the ground, and in the air, 87 targets with 64 receptions, 788 yards, and 6 touchdowns in 15 games. Gurley had more total yards than Bell last year, which is good. But my one worry worry for Gurley is, is his receiving yards and touchdowns, the receiving aspect. He had an amazing year last year. I don't want to take that away from him. He's actually why I lost almost all my leagues. I faced him in the playoffs, and I came in second place in all my leagues because I could not overcome the beast, Todd Gurley. Um, The one stat that looks like an outlier to me is his receiving touchdowns. Six. That's really high. Most guys are in that two to three range. He's got six. Um, I expect his total touchdown number to come down this year. 
you know, that was a total of 19 touchdowns. That's a lot. I don't project him to get that many. Um, so that's why he's a uh, number two. Um, he had multiple screen passes that he took to the house. Most of those plays are not repeatable. Those aren't guaranteed touchdown plays. Um, those are where he just breaks a tackle and takes it for 70-plus yards. That's an amazing play. You you want to know that your guy, your main running back, can do that, which is amazing. It's what you want. But you can't rely on those plays. Uh, Gurley was the most consistent running back last year. He only had one bad game. He is a beast. Number three, David Johnson from the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he returns from injury. He was the number one running back in 2016. He has some questions surrounding him. He's going to get the ball a ton, but is the team good enough for him to score? You know, we we're talking about that 2016. He had 16 rushing touchdowns. I think he had over 20 touchdowns that year. I don't see that repeatable. Same as like Todd Gurley. They're going to regress a little bit in that stat category. So I'm not worried about the volume. He's going to get his touches. His what's, what's really cool, what I really like about David Johnson is he has a personal goal. That personal goal is 1,000 rushing yards and 1,000 receiving yards. There's like two or three guys in the league that have ever done that. And it's an amazing stat. And if he can get that, he's he's a monster. Um, so like I said, he's not going to repeat his 16 touchdowns from 2016. They target him in the passing game. On his team, he's the number two receiver. Um, he's behind Larry Fitzgerald. He's the uh, sorry, Fitz is the number one receiver at Arizona. So when the quarterback Bradford or Rosen are looking for targets or who to throw the ball to, they're going to look at Fitzgerald first. Then guess who's number two? David Johnson. They're going to target him a bunch. As I said, some of the questions surrounding him is the coaching. There, there was a bunch of coaching changes. There's no more Bruce Arians, that offensive-minded guy. Uh, they bring in Steve Wilkes, and you don't need to worry. I, Ellie, or sorry, Johnson's gonna be a beast. He's gonna get his targets. He's gonna be an amazing running back this year. I, th- the injury season last year was a fluke. He broke his wrist. You know, you just gotta just write that off. Take J, take David Johnson, number three. Number four, we got Ezekiel Elliott from the Dallas Cowboys. Elliott, wow. The narrative for Elliott, he missed games and was out of shape. He was fat. You know, but guess what? He's still great. He's an amazing running back. Last season, on a per-game basis, he was better than Alvin Kamara and right behind Le'Veon Bell. He was 19 points a game and half PPR last year. 19 points a game. That's 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 amazing. So he only played 10 games last year. He had 242 attempts, 983 yards, and seven touchdowns, all on the ground. And then in the air, he had 38 targets with 26 receptions for 269 yards and two touchdowns. Zeke has never shown me anything that makes me worry about him not getting the ball. Like, he's the number one choice for Dallas. Their first choice for a play Run the ball to Zeke or give the ball to Zeke so they can run. Um, they still have a top-rated offensive line, and they want to run the ball. 
like I said, he played 10 games last year. He had one game that was uh, it was against Denver, and he had a, like a poo-poo game. It wasn't all that great. But so this stat, if you take the other nine great games, in nine games he had 233 carries, almost 1,000 yards, and seven rushing touchdowns. Almost 110 rushing yards per game is what he averages. That's huge. Zeke is a monster. My one question for Zeke is his receptions. Is he going to get enough? He only had 26. I'd like to see him in that 40 range. So hopefully, you know, Dallas has said that they want to target him more. So that's good. We'll see it. You know, it remains to be seen. Number five, Alvin Kamara from the New Orleans Saints. Kamara was a beast. He just came on out of nowhere, surprised a lot of people. And what's cool is he's got room to grow. So you got Mark Ingram. He's the other running back in New Orleans. He is suspended for the first four games. So what does that mean? Alvin Kamara has a four-game lead on Mark Ingram. He's going to get the ball, I don't know, a little bit more. I don't know if he's going to be the workhorse running back. They they signed a couple new guys, and they're going to probably just you know split the carries, but Kamara is going to get the chance to be the stud. Um, so last year he had 120 rushing attempts and he took it for 728 yards and eight touchdowns all on the ground. Then through the air, which is where he made the most, you know, he impressed the most, I guess. He had 100 targets. Of those 100 targets, he had 81 receptions for 826 yards and five touchdowns. That's solid that's a that's that's what wide receivers to do so if you put that just those receiving stats if you put that against other receivers he would have been the number 21 ranked receiver in full ppr leagues (laughs) that's that's crazy his role has increased as the season went on last year i love kamar and his talent but will he sustain his amazing yards per carry last year of 7.5 um, he's a freak talent. He's really fun to watch. And I have lots of faith in Sean Payton this year, knowing how to use him the right way because Sean Payton handpicked him. Sean Payton's the coach there in New Orleans. He handpicked him last year, said, I want this guy. And they used him the way he knew how to use him. So Kamara wraps up that number five spot for me. Next, we got number six, Melvin Gordon of the Los Angeles Chargers. Gordon finished last year as the number five running back. And then in 2016, he was the running back number seven. He was on fire to start the year. He's a workhorse. He's the, you know, the Chargers, they're going to take a step forward this year. Sad to say, they're going to take a step forward. He's a huge part of that team moving forward. He's, he's, they just lean on him. They give him the ball a ton. They lean on him. Speaking of that, His attempts were 284 rushes for 1,105 yards and eight touchdowns all on the ground. And in the air, he had 83 targets. He did 58 receptions for 476 yards and four touchdowns all in 16 games. So he's a huge part of the team moving forward. He's established his role as the lead guy. What's cool, here's an interesting stat for you about the Chargers. Gordon broke 40 tackles last year. That's second most in the NFL. That's awesome. But he was also stuffed 
60 times. Also second most in the NFL. So what do those stats mean, Mark? Well, that means he had a bad offensive line. They just did not play. They did not hold up. I think they were very injury-prone last year. A lot of injuries hurt that offensive line. They're all coming back healthy. They're going to do a lot better this year. So that's why I think there's going to be a boost for the Chargers. Um, he's a top 10 back. The only other question that I could see someone asking was, well, you got Austin Eckler there. He's the other running back. He's gonna. He's more of those receiving guys like an Alvin Kamara where – He's going to take away all those receptions from Melvin Gordon. Well, listen to this. So Austin Eckler, in in two games, in the in the two most the two most targeted games Eckler had, one was against Jacksonville. Eckler had five targets. Gordon had eight. Whoa, you know. And then in the other game, it was against Denver. Eckler had four targets. Gordon had four as well. So those are the two games that Austin Eckler was the most targeted. And guess what? Gordon had more or the same. So I'm not worried about Austin Eckler taking anything away from Melton Gordon. Gordon's going to be a solid running back this year. Number seven, we got Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants. He was the number two overall pick in the NFL draft this year. The hard part about ranking Saquon is you don't get to go and look and see what he did last year. He hasn't played in the NFL yet. You know, we've seen one game, one preseason game, and his first one he took, like I said, the hype train, right? He took for 39 yards. He's a freak athlete, okay? You're going to love Barkley this year. If you want to compare him, a lot of people are comparing him to like a Zeke Elliott. You know, cool. I like that. But the unknown is what makes it fun and sexy, okay? There's this the little voice in my head saying, what if Barkley is like Zeke plus more? He tore up the combine. He set a lot of records at the combine. He is the freak athlete, okay? His spark score is 99%. Mark, what's the spark score? What is, what is SPARK? What is the SPARK score? Well, okay, SPARK stands for speed, power, agility, reaction, and quickness. Okay, it's a way for analytical people like me to grade and, and give people scores so you can rank them, you know, against each other. Um, he had 99%. He broke records at the combat. He is a beast. He's got huge quads. And if I were to comp him to any other player in the NFL right now, to me, he's more like a David Johnson. Well, you know, a lot of people are comping him to Zeke. He, he's going to run like Zeke. He's going to be an amazing rusher like Zeke. But he's a better receiver than Elliott. So that's why I comp him more to a David Johnson. He's going to, he could possibly do the thousand and thousand like David Johnson's goal is. So I like Barkley this year. If you take him, you're not going to be disappointed. The only thing, could ruin it would be injuries number eight kareem hunt of the kansas city chiefs uh so questions there in kansas city spencer Ware, he's coming back he's the other running back there alex smith the quarterback he's gone you got a new rookie quarterback in patrick mahomes you know you don't know what he's gonna do because there's no sample size you haven't seen him play yet 
Kareem Hunt broke 48 tackles last year, was also the leading rusher. He started off with a bang. He ended up with over 272 attempts. He did 1,327 yards and eight touchdowns. And then in the receiving part, he had 63 targets for 53 receptions, 455 yards, and three touchdowns. He played 16 games. Awesome. So as I was saying, he started off with a bang, and then he kind of disappeared midseason for about for a month. I think it was the month of November. He just, I don't know, went on vacation or something. And then he came back and finished really strong and helped win people uh, championships because he was a stud during the fantasy playoffs. Um, Andre Reid is his coach, and he, this year he said he wanted to get Hunt more involved in the passing game. That's great. Um, he was one of only six running backs with over 300-plus touches. Uh, Hunt is a fantastic running back, and he will get the volume. His only knock for me is his coach. Andy Reid somehow forgets who his star players are. That's kind of that disappearing, that vacation he went on in the month of November. Andy Reid forgot he had him on his team. You know, and then and then during interviews, post-game interviews, they ask Reid, hey, you know, what, what happened to Hunt? Is he hurt or, or something going on? You know, you know what Reid's response is? We need to get him more involved. What the heck, man? Come on. You're the coach. You're the one that tells the players when to play. Just put him in the game and use him like you know you're supposed to do. Don't make him disappear. Don't send him on vacation. Okay? Number nine, we got Dalvin Cook from the Minnesota Vikings. He averaged, Cook averaged 15 points a game last year before he was injured. He only played four games, and in those four games, he had 74 rushing attempts for 354 yards and two touchdowns. He had 16 targets, 11 receptions, and 90 yards and zero touchdowns receiving. In those four games, he he was amazing. He So last year in 2016, the knock on Dalvin Cook was he had a poor combine. He didn't have that nice spark score like, like Saquon Barkley. He, uh, he didn't impress many people in the uh, combine, and therefore he fell in the draft. Minnesota got a steal, drafting him later in the rounds because he is a good player. So Minnesota, they're going to be a top five team this year offensively. They have a great defense. They're going to lean on Dalvin Cook. He did what he did in college. I don't worry about the injury. He's going to bounce back. He he doesn't scare me as far as that you know his slow slow combine or whatever. He's gonna be he's gonna be the receiving back there because Jarek McKinnon is now gone. He's a, McKinnon is now in San Francisco. The only other running back there is Latavius Murray, who didn't catch the ball all that much. He's a, he's maybe a good goal line back and could maybe take a couple uh, goal line uh, not targets but rushes away from from Cook. Um, I like Cook this year. That's why he's my number run number nine running back. And to wrap it up, we got number ten. Leonard Fournette of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He only played 13 games last year. He kind of had the injury bug. Um, To me, he's a step down from Zeke. I'm hoping he can get more touches this year, more along the passing targets. I want to see him get more than the 48 targets he had. I want to see him in that 
60 to 70 target range. I want to see them that 45, 50 receptions. If he can do that, he's gonna he's he's gonna be a beast. Um, as I said, he had the injury bug. What's what scares me is his injuries. He keeps having these uh, lower body injuries, as his knees or ankles. He had that throughout his college career. That's not good, and those things seem to linger for him. Um, he's one of the most consistent running backs in the league last year when he played. He had 268 attempts. He ran for 1,040 yards and nine touchdowns. He had that 48 targets and 36 receptions and 302 yards in the air and one touchdown. I like Leonard Fournette. If you can snag him as your number two running back on your team this year, you're going to be really happy. If you take a receiver in the first round and use him as your first running back choice, you're not going to be disappointed. All right, guys, so that's going to wrap up the running back rankings. Uh, You can check out the rest of the rankings at fantasyknockout.com. And let me know what you think. You know, send some questions. Hit me up on Twitter at fantasyknockout and also on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. And next we have the quarterbacks. We're going to go over the uh, top quarterbacks and... Goodbye.